Howdy, y'all. Welcome to a very, very special episode of Two Guys, the show where we talk about living our lives in Durham as two 25-year-old bachelors. It's a very special episode because we actually have a guest tonight. <laughs> a real life bat. There's a bat in the apartment. Yeah, there is. We don't know where it is, but he's here. And he's our friend. I'd like to think of him as our friend. I'd like to name him Patrick. Patrick asked no, for more friends last week, and nature gave us a bat. And his name is Patrick. And his name is Patrick. <laughs> so in, in, in honor of our new friend, Patrick, we're actually going to have a bat-themed episode. We're going to talk about things that are relevant to bats, and hopefully Patrick will weigh in. For example, we're going to talk about sleeping during the day and flying around at night. Echolocation. Fruit versus bugs. What tastes better? Fun what? places to hide in Kyle's room. And, of course, pooping on Kyle's bed. <laughs> I thought you were going to say we're going to talk about the bachelorette. Oh, <laughs> which I we probably will, but you missed that. out on that one, so I figured I'd throw oh, it in there. Oh, man. What? I didn't even think of that bat pun. <laughs> I'm a little batty. I love bat puns. <laughs> <laughs> so, like should we give people a, con- a little more context on uh, Batrick? Yeah. Uh, why don't you, it's in your room. So. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, why don't you go? All right. So, laying in bed Sunday night, it's about... It's a bat. It's about 1.30 in the morning. <laughs> you know what his favorite beer is? Love that. Love that blue. <laughs> <laughs> so it's about 1.30 in the morning. I'm sitting there, you know, eating fruit snacks as bats do. And it, uh, <laughs> it, I started to hear a noise like on the pillow next to me. And I was like, all right, you know, we've had roof leaks before. We live in an old building. I was like, it's probably just a leak. I've actually had a leak like in that exact spot. I turn on the light, look, make sure there's no water. There's no water. I was like, all right, whatever. It must have been hearing things. Again, I hear a noise, this time outside my window. I've got a pair of pigeons that have a nest out there, though. So I was like, all right, whatever. It's fine. These pigeons are weird. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Have you seen the pigeons outside oh, yeah. my window? Mm-hmm. They are just perched right there all they the time. Are. They come over to this window, They're too. great little fellows, though. They, like, look in and see what I'm doing. They hang out there all the time. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. weird. I don't like it. So the third time... I hear a noise. It's over like by my TV and I'm like, all right, well that's different because I've never had a leak there. The pigeons clearly are not over by my TV. What's going on? I turn on my light and it turns out there's a bat flying over my head, just doing circles in my room. What? Yeah. A bat. Batrick. Batrick. So (laughs) I grab my comforter, put it over my head, grab my clothes that I know I'm going to need in the morning, stumble out. And this all sounds very valiant. Tried to sleep on the couch to no avail. And now we've had a bat living in our apartment for the last 48 hours. How does that make you feel, Patrick? Uh, I mean, I'd like to know if I need a rabies shot. Yeah. I mean. So I've learned more about bats in the last 48 hours. Like, for, for example, bats have a hard time flying off the ground. That's why they perch up high so that they can get momentum to fly. I've learned oh, about interesting. I've learned about bat living habits. I've learned about the size of their teeth. Dish, dish, I've dish. learned about – I mean, I've learned about everything that has to do with bats, including the fact that apparently if there's a bat in your room and you've been sleeping and I had dozed off for a little bit, you are recommended by the CDC to get a rabies shot because you might not have felt the bite because their teeth are so small and sharp – they sometimes don't leave marks. So I might have rabies. I might not. Right. Really, we won't know until I die or I don't. I just super hope that we don't have rabies because there's no way in hell that my health insurance is going to cover <laughs> curing me of rabies. I, have, I mean, to call my health insurance terrible would be 
very generous. We talked about Patrick's health insurance today, and, and we determined that that when Patrick goes to the doctor to say, "I think I have a broken arm," they just break his leg to even things out. I mean, if I like seriously, if I went in with like a broken finger or something, they would look at my health insurance card and they'd be like, "Well, we can't fix it. We just got to take the arm. <laughs> just take the whole thing off." Sorry, it's the only way. It's the only way. We can't. You, we can't give you a splint. I'm sorry. <laughs> By the way, that'll be $9,000. <laughs> so needless to say, I, you can't afford the rabies shot with your health insurance. I actually think I might go get the rabies shirt shot tomorrow. I think I've decided to do it based on the recommendation from my doctor. Although I did ask him and he said that he doesn't think you need it. Really? Yeah. Okay, good. Thank you. Yeah. Because we've been very aware of it right. since the first sighting. He said his only concern is prior to the first sighting if we... If I was just if I dozed off for a little bit, he thinks I should get it. So I'm actually going to go to the ER tomorrow and get a rabies shot, which is cool because then if I run into like a rabid raccoon at some point during our travels, I can fend it off <laughs> yeah. for you. I'll dive on top of it and oh, be like, man. Patrick, run! <laughs> I hope that that happens. Now. I can be I can be the guy, the one guy of the two guys who saves anybody who needs saving from rabies. So if you're ever hanging out with me and you're worried about a rabid animal. Send Kyle Just throw me on top of Dive it. Dive on that grenade. Thank you. I got it. Thank you for diving on the rabies grenade. Yeah. Appreciate it. I will it. take that one for the team. You know what was also really interesting about this whole thing? You weren't here the first time the animal control came, but these two people walk in and they're, they've got guns, by the way. I yeah. didn't know animal control had straight, straight up, up guns. Straight up guns. But they walk in and, they're, and they walk into your room and they're in there for like five minutes and they can't find the bat and they walk out and they're like... We couldn't find the bat, but man, your apartment's nice. Like, they just wanted to gawk at our apartment. And then the next guy that came in, he was like, God, it, those are beautiful fixtures in your bathroom sink. Like, this place is a nice high ceilings. And, and I'm just like, dude, like, it's great, but it's also full of bats. Like, I had been texting with that guy, and the first thing he said to me, he he got there. He was like, I'm here. And I guess he talked to you when he got inside. Yeah. And then the te- the only text he sent when he left was, really nice place to live you got there. Yeah. And I was like, so are there bats? Like, what's, <laughs> what's going Maybe on? Maybe we could focus on the bats. <laughs> and then the last guy who came, came, I met him downstairs. We're walking up the whole time. He was like, I didn't know there were apartments in this building. That's what Man, there's a lot of great brick. What do you pay for rent? And we're in there, like in my room, literally looking around on the ceiling with a flashlight. And he's like, he's like, man, these are some old ceilings. I really like this ceiling. And they're like, yeah, I think you. I mean, Patrick's theory is that people have planted bats in our apartment to see if they can evict us. They must have, or at least to see if we die of rabies, so that then they can get the bats out and live here. I mean, it's show whatever people yeah it's nice but can we get the bats out like maybe we'll have you back for a social gathering yeah, right come, now come have a beer when the bats are gone right let's so one of the more interesting things i learned about bats and this will be my last bat fact and we can move on bat fact bats are protected between may 1st and august 1st if there's a bat colony in your home in your attic say you're not allowed to remove it during those months there could be 500 bats in your attic all having children and you are not allowed to remove it until august 2nd you are allowed to close off pathways to the living space, but you are not allowed to remove the bats. Who knew that brown bats were a federally protected species? Not me. Bat Colony would be a good name for like a rock band. Bat Colony. Yeah. Been melting faces since 1967. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go see Bat Colony. Okay. Yeah. I bet you their concerts are batshit crazy. Oh, yeah, they are. <laughs> oh, you know it. <laughs> 
So that's our bat deal. If you uh, if you have any bat wrangling experience, how about that? Yeah. <laughs> if you feel like if you ever had a bat in your home and can advise us on where Batrick might be hiding, uh, let us know. Let us know. We've been getting a lot of uh, listener feedback lately, and we really like it. So it's yeah. twoguyspod at gmail dot com or at twoguyspod on Twitter. It is. This is a late shout out, by the way, but thank you to Rand, my cousin, for uh, writing some lovely emails a couple weeks ago. Appreciate Beautiful that. emails from Rand. I forgot Rand. to mention it on our last show, but Rand sent three emails during one episode, which was very well received. That's we the had, kind of dedication I'm looking for, people. We had a couple of emails after last show. Steven was very upset that I'd never seen uh, D2. I won't get back into that, but I'm still upset about it <laughs> as well. We also, last episode, had a tweet from a listener in Australia. Uh, applauding the fact that we talked about Boy Meets World at the end of the episode. So, shout out to her. What's up? What's up, girl? We're growing our international audience here. Uh, so, keep getting, keep hitting us up. It's twoguyspod at gmail.com and at twoguyspod on Twitter. We appreciate the feedback. We appreciate the interaction. We appreciate any bat-catching advice that you might have. Yeah. Except it's probably dead now, but... Is probably dead now. Poor That's guy. Okay. Poor Patrick. Poor Patrick. Yeah. Probably either starved or was dehydrated to death in my bedroom somewhere. He doesn't have anything left in his little body to poop onto your bed anymore. Yeah. So we'll just assume he's dead. Um, in the spirit of feedback, though, we did get another lovely, lovely, long, constructively critical email this week. Yeah, we did. Um, do you have that email? So I do. That we I can, can pull it up. So that we can read it. Do you want to read the whole thing? We don't need to read, no, it's too long to read the whole thing. I think we can um, gloss over the main points. It was it was written so eloquently and beautifully that we're going to have to paraphrase a little bit, but we can get the main, or at least some of the main points out there. Um, so, first of all, there was a lot of love. A lot of love. The show, a lot of love. A lot of love. That's which, what I want to. If you're ever going to send an email to the show, usually start with love. It yeah. really endears you to uh, to us. To be honest, I only want to hear positive things about myself. So, Well, unfortunately, point two was a negative thing about you. <laughs> but it was a negative thing about you spun as a positive thing. And it's one that I agree with. And it said, Patrick, stop saying that you don't have friends. Okay, it's over. Done. We'll never say it again. Move on. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you got Patrick at the least. Yeah, for that. That's true. We do have Patrick. <laughs> that's true. Uh, a topic suggestion. The craziest drunk dial that you've ever received from a friend. I don't know that I've ever received a crazy drunk dial. Have you? Uh, I did from this person last week. Wow. <laughs> Is that why she suggested yeah, it? that's why she suggested that's it. That's awesome. She called me at like 1.30 in the morning and wanted to come over and make mac and cheese, like just from nowhere. Did that happen? Yeah, she like went to the store and bought mac and cheese. Of course and it did, because I saw your dishes in the sink and the mac and cheese box on the counter. Where Whoa. are they now? Where are they now? <laughs> Where are they now? Are they clean and in the pantry? Well, they were there yeah. for at least like two days. Um, They had to soak. Okay, fair. I dealt with them. Uh, also, you never do the dishes. I'd struggle with that. Yes, you do. I'd struggle with that. Yes, you do. Sorry. Um, gosh, other than that, though, um, I, I mean, it wasn't a crazy drunk dial. It was more just a dial from a crazy human being. I used to have someone who would faux pocket dial me all the time because they just wanted to call me. Oh, I know yeah. this person. And I would never, I never wanted to talk to them. 
so I would never pick up. That's a really bad move, by the way. And they would leave like it's four so, minute voicemails, and then so at the end, at the end, every time, and this would happen like once a month. They would be like, they'd be like, oh, weird, Kyle. Sorry to pocket dial you again, but like, hey, uh, what's up? Call me sometime. <laughs> I'd be like, all right, well, that was weird. And I had I had someone who used to do that to me too in college, and it's the most transparent. It's thing so in the world. obvious, like, especially when you do it multiple times. Yeah, it's it's not. Come on, like find a better move. Yeah, that's or okay. find an interested party. <laughs> <laughs> probably the second one. Probably right? the, probably the yeah, latter would be better. Probably the second one. Uh, um, yeah, I think that's all I got on uh, drunk, drunk dials and requests. I did have one time. This wasn't a drunk dial, but it was just after a night out in college. Myself and one of my friends came home and ordered a pizza from a bar, and we came home early. And uh, as we were sitting in the middle of my living room floor eating a pizza at like 2 in the morning, my two other roommates who had been at the bar still and had continued to drink at the bar, like blasted through the door and just... <laughs> like no words this is um my this my roommate that you know that okay. um, yeah yep. just blasted through the door didn't say a word to me saw that there was a pizza just ran over and tackled me and like pinned me to the ground while the other one came and stole the pizza and they both <laughs> ran upstairs <laughs> and locked cool. yeah i actually kind of respect that move <laughs> a lot i mean they literally just mugged me for my pizza i really like that and the other the person that i had ordered the pizza with um, took pictures while it was happening and then made a collage out of it of nice. me getting basically wrestled to submission. And I probably would have done the same thing. Sad about not having to be my honest, pizza anymore. I would have done it in high school. But fuck you, Andrew. Ooh, yeah. Now the name I'm comes. Gonna call, out. I'm gonna call you out. Called out. So that was the topic suggestion from our email. Uh, now we have a segment suggestion. What? You should have a Bachelorette-esque segment for Maddie and Anna Bland to find them future husbands. I love that idea. You know what I like to do <laughs> sometimes? I like to just give Anna Bland's phone number to people at bars. <laughs> I did that one time last year, and the guy that I gave it to like texted her a bunch of stuff about how he would cut fruit for her in the morning or something. We should take Maddie to a bar one time and just play, have you met Maddie? Oh my gosh. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I don't know if we can do like a whole game show type thing, but... I don't think it would work on the podcast, no. but I do think we should work on setting them up more harder than we do. Well, Anna Bland's in Atlanta, though. I mean... Here's what we can do for them. Here's what we can do for them. We could also set up Mary Ellen, too. Our listener base is very national, perhaps international. If you are a young man and you would like to date oh one of our send sisters... Us an, oh, my goodness. Send us an application. <laughs> let us know. Oh, my goodness. And by application, he means, like, three words. Like, fine, I'll do it. Or if that's four words. No. And I, that's probably I, I, enough. I, I, no, I want a little bit more in depth. Okay. I want to I screen these people. All right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how intense the screening will have to be, but we can screen them. Here we go. Ready? Off the cuff. Uh, send an email to twoguyspod at gmail.com. Uh, gmail I want to know, uh, obviously, uh, what you do for a living. I want to know how tall you are. I want to know what your favorite flavor of ice cream is. And I want to know what your favorite Disney movie is. Okay. And then based on the answers to those questions, you'll get shuff shuffled in, uh, into either the 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 Maddie pile or the Anna Bland pile. There you go. There's yeah. your application. Oh, and you have to send a picture too. Yes, I one. agree. One picture. It's going to be a great thing. Actually, do we want no? Do we need? Pictures? Yeah, send a picture. Yeah, send just a, for yeah, fun. Yeah, just send a picture. I mean, come on, we're going to find you on Facebook anyways, yeah. or somebody's going to find a picture of you. you. Might as well just send it. True, true, true. Or yeah. just send like a link to a picture of you if you don't want to like 
Most people don't just have like a Polaroid laying around, True. so that's fine. Yeah, I want to be an uncle, guys. Make it happen. <laughs> right? Uh, Either the, of us could stand to be an uncle, I think. The last suggestion was actually one more thing on that topic. I just I would like to briefly apologize to Maddie, who's taken a lot of heat from me for her podcast episode. And a lot of heat from some of our other listeners and their feedback. But, Maddie, we love you. You're a great human being. We do. We love you. Hang in there. It's okay. Maybe you can come back on one day in like a couple years when everybody's recovered and and redeem yourself. Tell you what. If you through hike the Appalachian Trail, I'd love to hear you yes, talk about I it. I agree. Maddie's planning on hiking the Appalachian Trail in the spring. Yeah. If you finish the whole Appalachian Trail, we'll have you on again. We'd love to hear about your story. That'll keep you going on those cold nights. <laughs> Uh, speaking of cold nights, our fifth suggestion from this email is to do an entire episode in Canadian accents. I think we do enough of that during the day. I don't know that we need to subject everybody to it. Yeah, I think uh, that we'll start to bleed listeners if that happens, yeah. which actually I'm fine with. But Which um, we might be doing already. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the last suggestion was to, <laughs> to solicit uh, charitable donations instead of sponsorships for our podcast. I don't know. We didn't ever solicit sponsorships. Yeah, no, we never solicited sponsorships. And if we solicited charitable donations, we would probably make less money than we could make by me just walking out of our charity and handing them the $20 that's in my wallet right now. Right. (laughs) But, I mean, it's not a bad idea. No, it's a great idea, honestly. Yeah. If our podcast listener base grows, that's honestly a really cool idea. Yeah, I would prefer to do that than, you know. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Like, because we we have never planned to make any money on this thing. So, like, if if we if we hear from listeners that they think that's a cool idea, I would do it. Where we could like we could pitch a chair instead of like you know, in most podcasts read advertisements, we could just read like a charity's pitch. And like, if you wanted to give money to it that week, you could. Be a cool thing to do. I think we might have to do it monthly to accrue enough money for it to be worth it. Yeah, well, anything is worth it to a lot of charities. I mean, it'd be a cool thing to do though. We can think about it. No, I I like that idea. I thought that was a, a very constructive idea. So thank you, Anonymous. Thank you, wink, Anonymous. Wink. Uh, that's it for that email. That was so, it. Yeah, that was a, well. The last one. Should we plug the Instagram that gives away Anonymous? Uh, well, the the last no. There's one. Wasn't there one about um, creative content too? Oh yeah, creative content. We have to pick a, a thing to do. Yeah, we don't have to do that right now. No, but I think it's a good idea. Yeah. So the other idea on there was to um, to in order to create some original content was that we either individually or uh, together pick a thing to do like one of the examples given was to bake a new dish that we haven't done uh in the past uh each week and i think that was cool this could also be user generated like if you like steven if you wanted to tweet at us again and say kyle by next week i want you to watch d2 that could be like the thing that I do. That should already be on your list. And then we could recap. So the the point of it would be that we can recap that thing in the next week and have it be a continuity continuity thing. I like right. that. I think it's a good concept. I thought that was a good idea. Good yeah. concept. I think we'll implement it. Oh, man. Ah. What? I just thought of a cool pun for the email, but I can't. Oh, so it may be a bat pun? It wasn't a bat pun. <laughs> Damn what? It. what kind um, of pun? It would give away the name. Okay. I mean, she told us to plug her Instagram, so That's I don't think true. she cares. You know what it was? What? It was a Brie mail. Brie <laughs> uh, mail. So Bre-mail. there you go. Now you can follow at Body by Beyonce Body by Instagram. Brie. Beyonce? Yeah, Body by Beyonce. Body by Beyonce. She put on a great hit class for yeah. us at the lake. She she throws down some kick-ass workouts, guys. Straight up. Straight up. I was hurting and sweating. Uh-oh.
No, we're okay. Oh, we're okay? Yeah, we're okay. Oh, the screen went black. No, we're okay. The bat would have been fine, but (laughs) it could have echolocated the screen. (laughs) Echolocation's a cool thing. We don't have to get into that, but it's a cool thing. (laughs) Hey, I already... Okay. No, you did. You said it was something we were going to talk about. Yeah, Now we're talking about it. Here we go. Well, basically, the bat sends out this (laughs) high-frequency wave that bounces off objects in its vicinity, and based on the vibrations that it gets back, it can tell where things are, so it knows where to fly. How cool is that? It's pretty fucking dope. Pretty cool. It's pretty dope, eh? All right. Uh-huh. Moving on. Bats are crazy. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the Bachelorette. The Bachelorette. There are a lot of baddie people on that thing. There are. Man, what a week. What a week. It was what a great week in Bachelorette week. world. I really oh. liked it. So I guess we can just jump in off the top. So the beginning of Why don't it, we start from the bottom? Start from the bottom. Now we're here. Yep. So now we can start from the top because we started from the bottom. Now we're here. Like a bat. We start from the top. <laughs> to fly. Yeah, exactly. So uh, Alex was the first date on The Batch this week. You knew that that was... Yeah, he was gone right away. It's really yeah, almost not worth talking about. They did like a weird Kama Sutra horse thing. <laughs> he did. That Super was awkward. crazy. They, they like went and uh, spooned with this big horse. Yeah. Alex was kind of like that girl who keeps pocket dialing you even though you clearly aren't responding to her because he like totally thought that she was into him he, she was never into him come on no as soon as she dressed him up like a little gaucho yeah. and said you're a cute little gaucho <laughs> did you hear him say i'll be your gucho i did hear him say that's that. a terrible line <laughs> I, think he, I think he meant to say gaucho oh i thought he was trying to say like i thought he was trying to talk about like his gooch why would he tell her? Yeah, that that's he's why I thought it was an awful line. <laughs> area between her vagina and that's, butthole. That's why it that was would an make awful zero line. sense to be. If she had bitch. really been good with banter, she would have been like, "No, you tanked." Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, did you think of that at the time? Thought about it right now. Oh, it was wow, pretty cool. That was well done. You know, it happened in my head. Zing. Uh, so that happened. That was quick. It was easy. It was whatever. Three on one date happened after that. They just kind of awkwardly sat in the hotel room. No, no, no. Luke was after that. Uh, no, Luke was at the end. No. Yes, I'm positive. Oh, no, no. Jordan was after that. Jordan was after Jordan that. Was I forgot after about that. Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jordan, uh, I, yeah, I guess I just consider Jordan a foregone conclusion sometimes. The only new thing about Jordan this time was that they finally talked about Aaron Rodgers. And they said that they don't have a relationship. Right. Which is interesting. He said that Aaron might not even be sure he's doing the show. Come on. Aaron knows that you're right? doing the show. Right? Your you brother's were, on The Bachelorette. And no one told And no you. one knows. I doubt that. <laughs> no one knows. Although at the time of filming. Although. Maybe not. My roommate applied to be on The Real World, and I didn't know about that for a long time. And I got pretty far in the casting. Yeah. How far did you get, Patrick? Uh, I got through two rounds. Got through two rounds of Real World casting. Yeah. And why didn't you continue on? Because they wanted me to drive to freaking charlotte on a so, monday so it's not that you even got cut you just decided to just quit the process that's correct yeah yep must have been a tough choice uh no i mean i think that the i never i'm not gonna go in the real world would you ever go on the bachelor no and that's what i was going to ask you is if you had to pick would you rather be the bachelor or go on the bachelorette i'd rather be the bachelor really yeah interesting I'd rather be The Bachelor. I wouldn't be able to do The Bachelorette. Why? Because I wouldn't be... I would not be capable of falling in love with a girl while she's, like, making out with other dudes But if you're on The Bachelor, there's so much more pressure on you. That's fine, though. I mean... You have to be all introspective and deep. And you have to feel all these women. And you have to... I mean, I almost think that's the tougher position to be in. So... 
So you're saying Kyle Muma would not be interested in being introspective and deep while fielding a bunch of women on television. I, the television part would be by far the hardest part of that. Sentence. I feel like I feel like because it's on television, it would be easier to be in the fold. And plus, if you're the but it's not about being in the fold to me. Like I, I would feel so uncomfortable with the fact that the girl I'm into is making out with a bunch of other dudes. Well, sure. I mean, let's say. But I would also be the lamest bachelor ever because I would like immediately pick a girl and like and then like not kiss any right. of the other girls. So then I'd be super lame. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. Moral of the story: I would suck on either show. Right. <laughs> I would skank it up if I were the bachelor. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. You would be a great bachelor. Oh, <laughs> I would be. I would actually prefer Bachelor in Paradise. Because then you can kind of... I cannot wait to watch that show. Because then you can kind of partner up with somebody the whole time. I don't know what that's all about. I can't wait to see it. You'll you'll understand why I would like that. Like, last season, there was a guy... There was a guy and a girl who, like, from the first day, they, like, had a date on the first day. And they, like, partnered up. And then, basically, you just, like, cuddle in a corner and watch everybody else, like, make fools of themselves. And that's totally what I would do. That sounds great. Yeah. So, that's awesome. Uh... So yeah, Jordan finally brought up Aaron. My favorite part of that interaction was when she was like, they were, she was like, so whom are you going to meet in your hometown? And he was like, well, my brother Luke and my parents and then my middle brother won't be there. And Jojo tried to be all coy about it. Like, obviously she knows. Oh, who's that? Obviously she knows who his brother is. And it, but she goes, and she goes, oh, your middle brother, that's, uh, that, that's Aaron, right? Aaron? Is that right? Am Aaron? I saying that right? <laughs> it was like, are you serious, girl? <laughs> Just like, yeah. come on. You know that's why he's here. Right. Yeah. I, I still think he's full of shit, but I also think it's a TV show and they're all full of shit. I think he's going to win, but I think he would be the best, best bachelor. So I kind of want him to lose just so he can be on the bachelor. I think, uh, man, I don't know. I was thinking about that, too. I think Robbie would be a pretty good bachelor, too. Robbie, I think, would be a good one. He'd play into it really yeah. well. Yeah. I think Chase would be hilarious, but he's so stoic all the time that they couldn't get enough Chase out of him. Is, I, I can't decide if Chase is an airhead or if he's just stoic. I don't think he's an airhead. I think he's just very cut and dry. Very uh, He's stoic, man. He's, so, he's a rock. on the Ringer Bachelorette Party podcast today, they talk... And yes, I do listen to that podcast to get my analysis. They... <laughs> They uh, they talked about Chase and how he would he will be like a Bachelor in Paradise star, and I think that's absolutely right. I think he's like like Chase is what like Jordan Rogers would have been to like the CFL. Like he was a practice squad player in the NFL. He like kind of made a roster, not really, but like Chase, he's that in the Bachelorette. Like he's okay, and like nobody everybody knows he's not really going to win. But like in Bachelor in Paradise, he's he's like a good looking dude who's like smarter than everybody else who goes on that show. He, he could be a stud in that show, right? B League, yeah. So yeah. I'm on. I like Chase. He says some funny things sometimes. I think he's dumb. I think Jordan's dumb. I think Jordan's dumb too. I think I, th- I actually think I think Robbie's the best one of them. Uh, I think uh, I, I, I maybe Luke. I think Robbie would be zero fun to. Hang I actually out might with. be on Team Luke. He so, did, well, you, did, you, did you hear that this week he called himself out on his bow legs? Yeah, it's not just a like imagination. That. I liked that. I, I forgot mean, that you said he was bow legged. Yeah, you're right. So three on one. So Jordan, fine, full of shit, whatever. Three on one. Robbie got the rose. Everybody knew that was going to happen. Uh, and then Luke's date. She she's like super has the hots for Luke. I she actually does. I like Luke. I think he's Luke's growing on me. He's growing on me a he's lot. He's growing on me a lot. I, I think that it's 
See, I would say it's not the Jordan show anymore. I'd say I think Luke's got a shot. I think Robbie has a really outside shot, but I think Jordan's still a fave. Yeah, I don't know. I I just feel like there's. I feel like if you take away the close with Aaron Rodgers part of it, that you can kind of see JoJo be real disappointed about that. Yeah, you can see it. We'll she, see. We'll find out a lot on hometowns next week. We will. Can't we wait will. for some hometowns. I can't either, man. I've never seen hometowns. You've seen hometowns. Before. I have seen hometowns. I have no idea what happens with hometowns, but I'm excited. Here it about is. It. They go to their hometowns. Whoa. What? Whoa, that's wild. Crazy, right? Well, speaking of hometowns, I'm going to do a really quick Durham review, one that you haven't been oh, to. So you won't be segue. able you won't be able to smiley face rate it, but we we've got a lot of positive feedback on Durham reviews, so we want to make sure we do one each week. Uh, I went the other night on a I don't know if I'll call it a date or not. Kind of a date to M Sushi. A date? Yes. Well, we can discuss. Off pop? Uh, I mean, you. I think if you think about it, you can figure it out. When uh, was last week, Wednesday. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So I do know that. We went to M Sushi, and that place is by far the best sushi restaurant. In the Triangle, in my opinion. Or not in the Triangle, but in Durham, it's not close. Interesting. And it's a little pricier than other places. So, like, it's not it's not Sushi Love, but it's not trying to be Sushi Love. And Sushi Love's not trying to be M Sushi. They're almost different restaurants. Like, Sushi Love, as you go, you get, like, buy one, get one free California rolls. And it costs you, like, eight bucks for, like, average sushi. Sushi Love. I mean, which is great. Which is awesome. Yeah, yeah it's awesome great. for what it is. M Sushi is, like, super high-quality, like, fish. Like, it's like the guy who runs it is like sushi master. Like, you go sit at the sushi bar and like watch them make sushi, and like it's is big time stuff. And I had some hot sake, which was really good. It was it is delicious, and it's so much more like the rolls are so much more intricate than they are like sushi. Like, there's there's a lot more ingredients. It's a lot more expertly put together. The fish is a lot fresher. It is my favorite sushi place in Durham, without question. What would you say your number two is, just so I know what to compare it to? So, my number two is Basan. Which I also have not been to. Because Basan is more in the M sushi vein, where it's trying to be a little more high level. They're getting, their their ingredients are fresher. It's Again, it's a different, it's different. Right. I actually like, now if you're talking like in the sushi love genre... There are three that I would put in that genre. I would say my favorite is sake bomb. I love sake bomb. Yeah, sake bomb rocks. Bomb. It does. Like if I was just gonna, if I'm going to get like buy one get one free sushi, I'm going to sake bomb. Yeah, and I'm probably sitting on the bar side. I would sit at the bar. It rocks. I used That's to sit at the cool, It's a there. cool bar. Yeah, Actually, me too. Wait, which one? The big guy, the big redhead guy. The guy with all the sleeve tattoos. Yeah. Craig. Yeah. Yo, convict Craig. Oh, nice. I think he's I never, back in jail. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Craig. Hope, <laughs> hope you're listening. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love Sake Bomb. Sake Bomb would be my favorite of like the cheaper sushi establishments. And then I would go Sushi Love and then I would go Vine would be the third one that I put in there. The only the only benefit of Vine is that they deliver. So I used to eat them a lot at school because they deliver in my dorm room. So Only Duke students get sushi delivered to their dorm rooms. On food points though. So it's like you're almost not paying for it. That's even are. that's even, that's even <laughs> more Duke. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty Duke. That's pretty fucking Duke. So there's the Durham review. I can't give it a smiley face because the smiley face rating is not my cup of tea. 
But M Sushi is my cup of tea. Why don't it's you give it tasty. a rating of... Well, you can pick your own scale. The Kyle scale. Oh, that's a lot of pressure because then I'll start having to keep track. Or I can donate to you my smileys. But then it's going to be it's going to be thrown off because I'm going to be deli- I'm not I'm not willing to taint the smiley system like that. Are you willing to gooch it? No. <laughs> I will think about my rating system and maybe I'll give one once I can come up with a good name for well, my rating system. Why can't I just share mine with you? I mean, do you agree with all the ratings I've given? Yeah, for the most part. But like, I don't want to. Th- Throw off balance your smiley giving. You're just afraid to to dream, aren't I'm you? I'm afraid. I'm afraid to dream. You're afraid to dream. But Patrick, cowardly. You're a coward. But Patrick, You're such a coward. You know who's not afraid to dream? Uh, this is another segue. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't. Pokemon trainers around the country oh. are not afraid to dream right now, Patrick, God. because they are back and they are in the bright lights. And they are playing Pokemon all day long on Pokemon Go. This kind of feels like a scam. It Honestly, at first when I saw it, I thought it was a scam. It feels like a way for somebody to acquire all of your personal information. And that's the difference between you and me. I thought it was a scam because I thought it was too good to be true. You thought it was a scam because you thought it was bad. I don't know, man. It's brand new. You have to give them your Google information. Were you ever right? into Pokemon as a... Kid? Not really. Well, and actually, by the way, I just saw this come across like CNN like two hours ago. Apparently, like the first three days, they made a mistake and like gave out everyone's email addresses. Oh, good. <laughs> so I was right. Yeah. So you might not be far off on that. Right. Yeah. But it's awesome. I love it shamelessly. I mean, I love it just for the nostalgia of it, not because I'm, I'm not like going out of my way. I think it's nice because, I mean, it, genuinely and i don't think think that this is the original intent of it but it gets people who wouldn't ordinarily go outside to go outside and move around i mean you could almost look at it as like a healthcare initiative doubt about it which is nuts i mean i was walking around duke gardens there are people all over the place playing i was walking around duke gardens the other day and you can just see all these people walking around with their faces in their phone like running around like going doing this like swiping and throwing pokeballs at shit which is cool though it's cool i caught a i caught an eevee on my way to the gym today like it's for you man wow that's a great snag an eevee like eevee uh, sounds like a hot girl name so there's yeah Sure. So there's the one, there's that one benefit that it gets people moving. Like, so I, I bet Samantha Moma has walked more in the past week than she had in the oh, pa- in the prior year. Call out. <laughs> like she is, she is running after some Pokemon. Oh my goodness. Uh, although the one Pokemon I saw her catch, she caught in her apartment, like in her bedroom on her bed. So <laughs> I scratched that. Maybe she's still not moving. Uh, but it, the other thing, the other cool thing that it does is it. It's like causing random people to like meet each other and actually like I've seen a lot of stuff on Twitter of like people who have just like met like it's getting like-minded people outside of their homes and actually putting them in the same place where they're in like a social setting and they are doing the same thing, which is kind of cool when you think about it. Like the Durham Bulls opened the DBAT today for people to come in and play Pokemon Go on the field. Really? Yeah. So, they were like... So, would you say that Pokemon Go is somewhat of a dating app? It could be. Honestly, it could be. And you could use it. You could actually use Pokemon Go to meet people. Like, I was walking today from here to the Y, and I will admit, I walked 
about 50 yards further to the convention center. Because, because you the, saw an Eevee Because there. there was a Pokestop. Oh, my And gosh. I wanted some Pokeballs. So I walked over to the convention center, and there's like six people standing out there where the Pokestop is, just chatting. And they I, they saw me walk over, and they were like, are you playing Pokemon Go? And I was like, yeah. And then we started talking for a minute. But it's like cool that like random wow. people – like I, I have like – 10 Pokemon and haven't played much at all, but like it's, but it's kind of, of a cool of thing. new of new Pokey friends. It's it actually <laughs> made me want to like go to other Pokestops and like gyms downtown because I know that there's gonna be people like standing outside milling about and I can just like see if I can make a friend or two. They're basically turning the world into actually the game. Which is awesome, I think. I think it's really cool. I think it's cool. I just I don't trust it. That's fair. I and I will give you one downside story that I've read. I, there was apparently – there's apparently someone in the St. Louis area who was – I guess I guess it's somewhat user-generated because, like, some of the, like, meeting spots are, like, very, very local. Like, there's a piece of graffiti in Alley 26 that is, like, a pokey stop. But, like, <clears throat> there's no way the creators of the game came and found that. So, like, it's somewhat right. user-generated. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. there was someone in St. Louis who – was setting up Pokestops at various locations, like in the middle of parking lots and stuff. And then they were going in like the middle of the night to see who was going to those Pokestops and robbing them. There's downside. Downside. Well, why Don't didn't they, it. why didn't they pull out their Pokeballs and, and throw a Pikachu <laughs> and stick a, a, stick a Pikachu on them? Should have sick, sick the Pika that's on what, them. That's what Pokey Patrick would have done. <laughs> I wonder what Pokey Patrick would have done. Pokey Patrick would have thrown a, I'm getting another glass. Pokey Patrick would have thrown his Zubat and been like, Zubat, bite. Which he probably did to me in my sleep. Rabies, Pokey Zubat. Zubat, infect with rabies. So, yeah. Uh, I wonder if we'll ever find Patrick. I doubt we will. I think that you'll find him months later. That's what the guy said. The last guy said that I was going to find Patrick one day in a suit pocket, and I was going to think it was a leaf, and then I was going to pull it out, and it was going to be a bat, which would be a startling moment. Bat would be crazy. Bat would be crazy. How is that goat stew room? Uh, it's lovely, actually. Would you like a sip? I would like a sip. Yeah, it's really good. It's a, it's a really good $10 bottle of wine. You should try that bottle I have bought over there. It's an Italian one that I bought yesterday. It's also ten dollars at Bodega. Because I didn't want to try the go. I, I've had the Ghost Room, I think, but I wasn't sure if I liked it really? or not. It actually is pretty good. Right. I so I bought that one and said it's a Multipachana. It's actually pretty tasty for ten bucks. Also, I really find myself into the Cote du Rhone wines. Um, Do you? Yeah, my aunt drinks them, and like that's all she drinks. Huh. And uh, they're always very. T- and I mean, she buys like the nicer ones. But we should even- do. We should do, be deliberate about doing like a wine tasting sometime, and actually figuring out like what kind of wine you like. I did one. You can actually get a, a wine tasting kit online for free, and they send it to you. And I did it one time. And uh, from oh man, what's that? Uh, like tasting room, I think. Huh. I should and, try that. Yeah, it's really cool. They like they, it's free. Yeah, they sent me a free wine tasting kit huh. with real wine. I really I don't usually like European wine. I usually am more a California guy. It's a little it doesn't have as much like funkiness to it. Heady bro. Yeah. Dude. And I just like America. Gnarly. America. Do you like gnarly head? Okay. That's felt weird. So this is gonna be our last episode for a little while because I unless we do a bonus Friday, I uh, I'm going to Vegas for a week. 
and then I'm going to Denver. And then the day that I get back from Denver, I start school. And so, I'm doing nothing. So if one of you wants to come and record a, an episode without Kyle, <laughs> be my guest. You could call it one guy one and guest. One guy and guest. Uh, or maybe one guy, one guest, and one bat. And I hope you bring a computer. And I hope you're someone who knows how to use Audacity because otherwise you're in trouble. Oh. So. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't uh, think about all that. It's okay. I, I would never. That's why I was helping I you. I would never record without you. I'm just kidding. Thanks, man. Yeah. Um, so. You're, you're the other guy. Yeah. You're my guy. How are you going to record two guys with one guy? You can't. I wouldn't even try. <laughs> no. Be batty. <laughs> uh, so. Be batty. Anything else you want to add before we take a little uh, two guy atus? Oh wow, I like that. I actually kind of like it too. <laughs> <laughs> Two gaitas. Well done. Thanks, man. Um, gosh, let's see. Did we get through our whiteboard? Yeah, we got through our whiteboard. I've got a book that I want to talk about at some point, but I'm not quite ready yet. Wow, that's all we got. Damn. I mean, this would be our shortest. Oops. Okay. Oh. I'm okay with short. It's all spontaneity. That was me this dropping the top to my water bottle. I'm sorry. He's sorry. So, well. Hopefully, we'll talk to you at some point in about a week and a half. And if not, you can just assume that we both died of rabies. And on that note, we're out of here. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. Bye.